0: Welcome to the Why Moments Podcast. This podcast is about connecting with people all across the world by sharing their major turning points in life. It's a mixed podcast with interviews as well as individual episodes of sharing my passion and wellness. I'm your host, Angela Kim, and I hope that these episodes remind you that we're all in this together. Hi guys welcome to the podcast my name is Angela Kim and you are listening to episode number one <laughs> this is very nerve-wracking it's weird speaking into the mic it is weird recording yourself and having to listen to yourself um but here I am um like I said my name is Angela I've been wanting to do this for the longest time I bought a mic a year ago which is funny, like I was going to use it, but I am using my roommates because mine ended up just not being the best, but that's okay. We are here. (laughs) So bear with me if I sound a little nervous or a little bit awkward or if I am tripping on words because yes, this is not the most comfortable thing to do when you're starting out, but we'll get through it. (laughs) So yeah, um, I live in a city called Calgary, in Canada we're kind of in between Vancouver and uh, Toronto for those of you that don't know where Calgary is and I am just your typical average girl who does accounting during the day and at night possibly just maybe record podcast <laughs> Um, I actually don't know what I'm going to call my podcast yet. Um, I have a list going, but I really don't know. Like nothing's really coming up to me. Nothing's popping out. So we'll see. We'll see when I actually do decide on a name and actually welcome you with my podcast name. (laughs) I just wanted to record this episode to share what this episode is going to be about. I mean, this podcast is going to be about and a little bit about myself and who I am, why I am doing this. And I have been really inspired by the group called the Living Room Series. So I met these two guys named Stephen and Gordon, maybe about four or five months ago. And they created this group called Living Room Series and it's just inspired it's inspired by the 18th century of two people getting together to discuss the topic. We meet in Calgary and it's all over the world, um, not just in Calgary, so we have facilitators around the world who run these series and we come up with a topic every month or every two months to kind of get together and discuss about it because everyone has such a different perspective on life and in anything in general that it's just fascinating to listen to what other people have to say and to really get inspired and learn from them. Anyway, so I started attending these sessions and I was craving for that community of like minded people. And I am so blessed and grateful that I've met some of the people that I met through this. And it's really inspired me to start this because I will kind of wanted to take it online. You know, like I love to talk. That's one of the main reasons why I am recording a podcast because I like to talk. I like to share my insight and I like to talk about anything that's you know, deep and vulnerable. So it was just funny because one of the first sessions that I went to, that I met Stephen at, um, my roommate's the one that actually introduced me to them, and she, I remember her messaging me why uh, when I was on my way there, and she was like, I forget what the topic was about. I think the topic was about balance and. She messaged me saying, Hey, like there's actually gonna be a little bit more than, because um, I think we have about, you know, 11 to 15 people. 15 is a little bit like too much, but it's a small group of people that get together to talk about this, and it's called the mini series. So, anyways, I was coming on my way, and she goes, um, It's going to be very vulnerable, and there's gonna be, a, you know, a lot of people. And I'm like, Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> right up my alley. I love if you know me, um, if you've known me for a long time, you know that I thrive on deep, vulnerable conversations. I really don't know how to small talk. I don't really like it. I like to ask sometimes uncomfortable questions to people that I just meet, and that's just been who I am and how I am, and I that's just how I like to connect with people, and I just learned so much, you know, and I get to know them on a very different level. And yeah, so inspired by this, I really want to take it online. And how amazing would it be to interview these people on the podcast? Just really inviting the people that I feel like are inspiring. And I have so much respect for those who have overcome come their fear you know like if I was to look back in the past of my life um I had to go through some really hard moments and, and everyone has those moments you know it's not just me so it's just like I'm curious to see curious to find out what those moments are for people and I also noticed that a lot of people don't like to share their i guess deep vulnerable side stories i just find that i have this a different level of respect for people who are able to do that you know they they look at themselves and they really see their flaws and they really just analyze who they are as a person and bring up these development points in their lives and within themselves and really face that face that fear face the truth to just continue to just work on themselves and I don't know. I just I love being around people like that. I love people who are all about self-development. Um anyways we can get to more of this later um in later episodes. I am going to record individual episodes as well, Um, not just interviewing people. So yeah, that should be fun. (laughs) Um, You are not going to relate to every episode and that's okay. Um, I just want this to be about just average people who have such a strong mind that they're living their life, their one life to the fullest. and people who are badasses that really face their reality and their truth so that maybe this will inspire you too. Um, It's not about always looking up to influencers or celebrities or motivational speakers to tell you all these different things that you can do but I find that sometimes just talking to people in my everyday life and hearing the struggles that they go through every day is sometimes the most motivating thing for me. And surrounding myself with more people like that just uplifts me and makes me a better human. So, yeah, that's what the episodes are going to be about. And I am also very passionate with wellness, uh, mental health. Meditation, all of that is just kind of in that one umbrella. Um, fitness, nutrition. So, my individual episodes are probably going to be about those. I like to swear sometimes. So, if you do get easily offended by that, please don't listen. <laughs> uh, what else about me that I can tell you that I need to warn you beforehand? Uh, I can be very blunt um, and kind of harsh. So, I don't like to sugarcoat things, I'm very straightforward um I am one of those people that if I don't if I don't want to be around someone or if I feel that there's no value in a friendship or relationship I will step away I will walk away and I will do that with like kind of in a harsh cold way just I'm not saying that I do anything I'm just saying that like I almost, I get very cold. And I think this is something that I could look into myself of why I do that. But anyways, we can get into that later too. So just a little bit about me. Um, this whole journey started. I was one of those people that, you know, lived my life and really without a purpose. I just lived every day. Just, I don't know, doing going to school and studying, working and all of that. Um I love to be around people. I love talking, even from a young age. I love to be leading people. Um, Yeah, I was just like pretty bubbly, um, I would say. But yeah, it got to so I moved to Canada in year two thousand. Actually, I'm celebrating my 20 year anniversary tomorrow, which is crazy. I just I lived two thirds of my life in Canada pretty much Canadian. Um, I do cult. I do appreciate the Korean culture. I don't agree with everything, but I mean, I do. So I love Korean food so much. <laughs> um, so yeah, I moved here. I immigrated here, so I had to learn English and that's why, bear with me, like if my vocabulary or my grammar is not good because, or not perfect, um, cause that's just who I am and I had to learn English. Okay. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so lived my life, lived high school, went through high school, university, all that. Um, went through some toxic relationships, and that's where I first experienced my anxiety like, experienced this thing called anxiety. Um, before then, I had some people around me that would say, you know, I feel anxious or I just had a panic attack. And I would look at them and be like, what is that, like, butterflies in your stomach? <laughs> like, what does that even feel like? So I just had no self-awareness, right? And while this thing is getting like building up inside me, um, one day I experienced what I call a panic attack. Um, I felt like, like I collapsed to the floor. I couldn't move. I was crying, obviously, and just... Just felt like I was going to (laughs) die. And um, I was living by myself at this time. So like no family around me. I couldn't even like get my phone to call friends or anything. Like or ask for help. Just kind of laid there. And it really made me question everything in life. About me. um, The choices that I was making. Who I really am. Why I was feeling this way. Um, It was just like a hard... Truth uh, shock in my life where it made me question everything, which was a blessing. Now, if I look back at it, and if that didn't happen, then I probably wouldn't be here the way and being the person that I am today. Um, so, when that happened, I started to really dig deep into myself and started reading a lot of self development books. Um, watch a lot of videos, um, try to Google <laughs> what anxiety was. Um, so yeah, I became more aware of the whole mental health situation and this situ- situation that I was in. I was one of those people that played victim a lot. Um, everything was everyone else's fault. <laughs> um, I used to lash out at my family so much, so reactive, very emotional. I'm still very emotional, but in a different way, I cry easily. <laughs> so yeah, there were just so many things that I now look back and be like, okay, well, this all makes sense. So in this podcast, I do want to talk about turning points, um, tipping points, turning points. That was a massive turning point for me because it made me go see people right like it made me um go see this lady named Sarah she's all about like the inner work the soul um and that kind of led me into the spirituality a little bit um I'm not fully spiritual but I do believe that there's like a higher being um again oh yeah this should be another disclaimer if you are like so against the whole like spirituality or you get offended by any of this. Like if I talk about higher beings and stuff, don't listen. <laughs> I wanna say like exit out of the window, but it's it's a podcast, so like just stop playing. <laughs> exit out of the podcast. Anyways, um I make little jokes here and there. I think like I'm funny sometimes and I just laugh at myself and, and no one else is laughing, but that's okay. <laughs> that's like my kind of humor. Um so yeah, like I believe in this like higher being. Um, so I started really diving deep into meditation as well. And meditation is scientifically scientifically proven to be, you know, helpful. And it, it changes the chemical of your brain. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a doctor. But I've done my research, obviously. And whether, you know, even if someone was to be like, oh, it didn't help for me or something. Like I still would have given it a try because I'm just not... Type of person that even if someone tells me that it didn't work for them, like I'll try for myself to really figure that out. So, anyways, I've been meditating for over a year and it's obviously like on and off. I don't do it every day. Um, but for the past maybe I want to say half a year, not half a year, even even maybe like four months. Like I have been pretty consistent. Um and it's honestly one of the biggest things that's changed me about my mental health and my anxiety um i don't feel as anxious to the extent that i felt before like you know how when you feel anxious some people you some people might not be able to relate to this because again like they might not know what anxiety feels like because they never experienced it so it's just like when people talk about it it's like uh okay i can't relate but that's okay um like when you can't breathe and you're just like, your heart's just racing and your palm, your hands are sweaty and you just can't talk. I used to have a lot of those moments. And now if I look back in the past, I used to literally call in sick or come home from a workday, maybe at like two-ish, one-ish, two-ish in the afternoon just to come home and sleep. Like I would say that I'm not feeling well. And that's not because it was like a physical illness. It was more like a mental illness. And I would literally just have to have to be like, okay, and I would have to explain myself. It was just like, okay, well, I'm not actually sick. But there was just so much stigma to this whole mental health thing is that I couldn't say that I am, you know, feeling anxious or that like I'm having a mental breakdown right now and I can't really function at work. Like, I think you'd rather want me to rest for a couple hours and then come back to work when I'm feeling better again because I can be more efficient that way but anyways that's just it's gonna take time when about like you know corporations incorporating this whole mental health thing but we won't get into that right now um so anyways I used to not want to get out of bed um on the weekends I could literally be in bed all day and I was in bed all day like if I didn't have to work I was in bed all day um I didn't eat well. Um, I didn't really regularly exercise. So, yeah, literally just in bed all day. And I would just be on Instagram scrolling or watch videos. Or I don't really like to watch TV. So, I wasn't really watching like movies or anything like that. Um, But I just thought that that's like a normal thing to do. Like when you're feeling this way, um, that was the only way that I could cope. I didn't know how else to cope with anxiety. There are so many tools that you know, psychologists or other people that will tell you to do. Just like um, what was the one that I was told. Like when you feel anxious, try to see what you can... Uh, try to pick out things that are noticeable or try to see what you can smell or what you can hear, what you, like all these different things. And it just never resonated with me because those tools never worked for me. And I'm not saying that it's not going to work for you, but it just didn't work for me. Because when you're in that state, all you want to do is shut down. Like there's no time for you to start thinking about like, oh, I should be doing this or that. Like you, you just, you just shut down. And that's just how my anxiety was and how bad it was. Um... So panic attack, first turning point in my life, because it really led me into really try to discover myself. I say really a lot. (laughs) Um, And I say I'm a lot. Just gonna have to get over it until I get used to this podcast recording thing. (laughs) So that was the first turning point. And then the second turning point. So while I'm into this like meditation thing, whole self discovery journey, um, all the self-awareness saying I join a mental health committee at my work. Um, I work at one of the big four accounting firms in the world. I'm not going to mention which company, but I do enjoy working there. Um, there's a girl uh, in my group who was really passionate about mental health and she reached out to the CEO and then we, so anyways, this group was called uh, created and it's called Mental Health Employee resource group. So, we just act as a bridge between employees and the resources that are out there for mental health. And we do different events at workplace to kind of bring down that stigma around mental health and to kind of let the employees know that it's okay to feel a certain way and it's okay to be struggling with mental health. Um, So, our group meets on a monthly basis to kind of go over a topic related to mental health as well. I met all in these groups that talk about topics. This is why I love like, I love doing this so much. This is why I'm on this podcast here. Um. So anyways, uh, second turning point was that I got to do a presentation on meditation. And this is when I researched about it a little bit more, Um. kind of Brought up the presentations with videos from YouTube. And we did like a live 10-minute meditation session at work. Um, But I was terrified. Terrified. I I don't think I struggle too much with public speaking. Like I'm not... I don't go into like a full-on panic attacks with that. But I obviously... And it's a small group of people in this committee. So it's not like I'm speaking in front of hundreds of people. But again, like, I don't know. It's just it was terrifying. And when I got over that fear, and I did the presentation, I wasn't even nervous. Like, I'm more nervous recording this podcast than me doing the presentation in front of people in person about meditation. Like, I did not stutter once. And like, this is coming from my friend that told me or a friend at the time that told me about you know how I did on the presentation and she was like you didn't stutter at all like you didn't feel you didn't even look uncomfortable I think it's because I was so passionate about it and I just wanted more more people to experience this and like how much it could really change someone's life um because it's really changed for me so I'm still like as you can probably tell my voice probably went up quite a bit (laughs) So when I decided to step over that fear of judgment and started really talking about it openly and brought this idea called Take Care Tuesdays. So every Tuesday as a firm, uh, lovely Sarah that I met, I guess two years now or three years ago, uh, she comes into our firm to lead these meditation sessions. Um, It used to be an hour, we cut it to 30 minutes because of the business season. And we're now offering it virtually over Skype. It's come a long way. I am so proud of it. I am so happy that I get to be in charge of this and like just promoting this and be the face of it. And like, honestly, partnering up with Sarah that I adore to just do something different for the employees at work and more and more people are I can tell that more people are being open to it and I have been getting so much positive feedback with it and it's honestly like I look forward to Tuesdays now because it's like a little bit of a break that's just for me and I don't have to worry about emails or getting files done or anything that's work related it just really gets me to breathe and be mindful and just it's like a little it's just an amazing break that I get to have. So now we're doing yoga sessions on Wednesday. So this has really given me the courage, the second turning point in my life, gave me the courage to speak up, speak about speak up about my mental health and what I was going through. Obviously, you know, there are so many people out there that are dealing with it worse, you know. They went to the doctors to get diagnosed and found out that they have a bipolar disorder or ADHD. Like anything, you know, a lot of people go through this. And we don't really know because most people choose not to talk about it. Because they are afraid of getting judged or they don't really know what to do with it. And um, I'm not saying that I went to a doctor to get diagnosed depression or anxiety or anything like that. But I just know for myself that... I'm just a normally a positive, bubbly person, and when I was going through that phase of just not wanting to do anything and be in bed all day, there were moments where I was crying so much; just nothing felt right. I was comparing myself to everyone. It gets to a point where it's you're questioning yourself of your existence in this world. It honestly, it honestly got to those points, and moments in my life and it's not easy to talk about um because my family might listen to this too but you so when you go through these moments it's like you're almost desperate to to get out of it once it clicks to you like some people unfortunately doesn't get to the point of you know desperation of wanting to feel better And so many, you know, unfortunate lives do end because they just don't know what to do with this feeling. Um, When you're in that feeling, again, when I was sharing about my anxiety story, like you just don't have time to think. You just, you automatically just shut down and not want to do anything. So I'm blessed. I'm grateful that I, you know, have family around me, friends around me who support me and... You know, I obviously got out of bed and now I'm advocating for mental health and I want to be around people who are like-minded, who have overcome not necessarily mental health. But like I said, there are so many turning points in our lives and they all come from rock bottoms, right? Like you can't, I just feel like the extent of a turning point, you wouldn't call that you wouldn't call it top three turning points in your life if it didn't come from a low point in your life, you know? So I know every every single person has a story and I'm so excited to share. But yeah, so while I was being an advocate for mental health and talking about meditation and all of that and getting really deep into self-development and how my mind works, and I was just this, like, I don't want to say toxic, but... I was just not having good thoughts okay like I was a negative person in my head I had so much self-doubt I was so jealous of everyone I kept comparing myself just just things that are not good for your health like good for your mental health I was doing and I go see a psychologist every month now just to kind of maintain like I'm at a really good place now but I do want to maintain this right because life has its ups and downs and you never know what's gonna happen and you might go through a phase of you know depression or something might happen that will lead you into that so yeah just like we'll see her every month I adore her her name's Cheryl I maybe I can invite her to one of the episodes too we'll see um And now to the third turning point in my life which I'm still going through and it is my physical health. Um, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty details of the health portion, physical health portion, but um, oversight of things. Um, I was having digestive issues. And I just realized that that led into, that played a lot to do with mental health as well. My anxiety. I was not eating properly and I haven't been eating properly for the longest time. Um, I was addicted to sugar. Like I would start my day with a Tim Hortons Double Double. If you're not in Canada, it's literally just like sugar coffee. (laughs) I would crash at like 2, 3 p.m., would crave more sweets. I would go downstairs and buy more candies, eat that all, finish a tub of ice cream in one sitting. I never ate satisfying meals. Um, I would just rather eat junk food. I would tell myself that I could eat junk food all day every day for the rest of my life and be happy. So like years and years of doing that, imagine what that's gonna do to your gut health. You just don't realize that it's bad until like shit gets real. And you're like, holy shit, like I don't feel good. You know, my body's telling me I think my body's just had it enough. Because when you're young, your metabolism is fast, and you're able to digest things quickly. And now that I'm 30, I'm not saying that I'm old. But obviously, like all that slows down a little bit. And I just wasn't feeling well. I went to the doctor. She did a blood test on me, but and just I realized that I had low in iron, but it was anything, it wasn't anything too crazy. I went to go see a naturopath, and this is when you know I started really taking care of my health. Started eating more whole foods and cut out refined sugar, and I feel less anxious like I just feel I have all this mental clarity um I can't emphasize enough how important this is and some people might be like it's common sense to eat well like eat healthy and that's good for you the food that you eat but you just don't realize how much the food items have changed over the years that they're coming up with all these like no sugar added shifts But it still has sugar byproducts in there. Like, it's it's kind of fucked up. So I get so mad whenever I go grocery shopping and I try to find, like, condiments without added sugar in it. Like, for an example, ketchup. And it'll say no sugar added and it'll have, like, fructose or whatever that's, like, in it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I started, like, making a lot of my own stuff, cooking my own meals. Obviously, there's the weight loss part portion to it that I really love, but there's also the mental clarity again, like I said, and the focus, more energy, my skin's looking better. I am just getting to a point where, like, I love myself. Like, you get to a point where you're like, I want to cherish this body, I want to take care of my mind. I just want to grow. I just want to be a person. I just want to see if I can push myself to be a person that I want to see. Like I'm not saying that I don't see that right now. But it's like hard to explain. It's hard to articulate what I'm feeling. It's like you're almost excited to see the person in the future you know, because I have such a growth, like I love to grow, I love to work on self development to be better. If there are things and I love feedback. So if my friends tell me, and I always tell my friends this, I'm like, if you have a problem with me, or if something that I did upset, upset you, please tell me, because like, I won't be offended, as long as like, you know, you're being fair. And like, it's something that I feel like, you know, I, I can admit that I, I did, like, I, I was at fault um then I own up to it I own up to it and I apologize and I try to be better so like anything that's that I could be better on like I want to be better on so anyways all of these turning points in my life have kind of shaped me to be the person that I am today and if you were to really like have met me let's say three years ago even a year ago I am not the same person. Like, I can confidently say that I am not the same person that I was a year ago. Um, the whole meditation and everything happened in July. So, what? Ha- it's been almost a year? Not even. And the person that I am now from a year ago, I'm in a different career position. I went through some really hard moments, hardship um, in the beginning of my accounting career. Because it was just it was tough getting adjusted to I I come from an admin group to and I got transferred to an accounting group and I just put a lot of expectation on myself and I always want to be proud of what I do and I I just love being me (laughs) whether you like it or not and that's just what's been bringing me so much joy. Anyways, I should probably wrap this episode up. Uh, enough about me. We can get into the details later when we talk about certain topics, I guess, that I want to talk about. I'm really excited to bring you the guests. I'm not sure who they are going to be yet, but I know, I definitely know the couple of people that I want to bring on here um, Living Room Series to begin with, and just some of the people that have inspired me so much in life. That bring me so much joy and warmth and just uh, all the love in the world. Um, really excited to be doing this. Uh, this is one of my fears that I needed to get over with, and maybe this could be another turning point in my life. Maybe I should call my podcast "Turning Point," but I think it's all taken. The name's taken. <laughs> So yeah, I'm really excited. Like I said, uh, please let me know if there are any comments. um, Review the podcast if you can. And we'll see where this journey takes me. So see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Bye.